clear it up for me. I want to make sure I get it right. Is it co-op or coop or how, how should we pronounce the band name? It's co-op. Co-op. Okay. That's why yeah. the dash is in there. That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure I get it correct here. And we got the uh, self-titled debut album coming out on June 15th. And I was hoping I could get like a little uh, introduction for you for the single now. Sure. Just kind of give, you know, like a little behind the music on it, like a little song introduction, kind of what it's about lyrically and where you were coming from and any fun note about recording it or anything like that. Sure. Do you want to do that right now? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Um, it was written kind of about how the state of the, uh, the U.S. is right now. You know, we got a lot of people that don't agree with what's going on, whether it be, you know, politics or how things are run. And, you know, they're not really willing to do anything about it, but they sure are willing to complain. So it really just goes out to them for people who don't want to do anything, but they'd like to complain. <laughs> All those keyboard warriors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. How are you with social media, man? It, it, it It's kind of like a double-edged sword for me. It's like you, you oh. got to do it, but it, it's a pain. I'm good with social media. Um, I used to work as a um, media marketing advertiser, so I, I did that for a while. And um, I, I don't mind it. I'm just not one of those trolls that gets out there and <laughs> says a bunch of stupid stuff. Yeah, it, it could, it could <laughs> maximize your entire day. And you got way more important things to focus on, like the band and singing and everything else. And <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, got some tour dates with Flaw, but I'm bummed nothing in uh, Southern California. Any idea of when we'll get to see you live? Uh, oh, man, we would love to get there. We're from Arizona, so we're not too far away at all. So uh, we actually played um, the whiskey last uh, last year with uh, One-Eyed Doll. Oh, that killer. That was pretty fun. But uh, it was actually it was a tough show for people to get to because I think it was a uh, game seven of the World Series. Oh, so a lot right. Of people were down, a lot of people were <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, game seven, kind of a big deal. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely need to get you back out here again this way. But um, anything cooking right now or anything you can share or everything's still in the oh, planning absolutely. we are right now on tour uh, we just actually finished up our tour last night with uh, flaw and the crown over in uh, janesville wisconsin we did about i'd say 10 dates with them so that was really cool great group of guys and girls we uh we're heading right now to wichita kansas to do uh one last one-off show until we head back for phoenix and uh, we're gonna do uh, arizona bike week over in phoenix on april 15th nice Good place to get some fans out and have a good time. Absolutely. Just revving up some motorcycles. Are you a rider? I do not ride. No, I don't. Um, My bass player actually rides motorcycles, so I get enough of that because he actually lives with us, so he's got his motorcycle in the garage, and I, uh, I see him riding all the time, so that's cool. I think it's pretty cool. Like David Ellison, the dude from Megadeth, signed you. How long have you known David? It's a really, really funny story, actually. Both of us live in Phoenix. And I didn't even know that until, like, you know, <laughs> two years ago when he first started, you know, talking to us and stuff. And it was really funny because, you know, obviously, you know, my dad and him go way back. Yeah. But, I mean, just to, uh, <laughs> just to like, finally meet him. And he's been, you know, living in Arizona in my backyard for forever. And I just, we never ran into each other. So it's been a really, really great fit over there uh, with EMP Label Group. That's the, the label group we're on. And um, yeah, I've been telling everybody it's... Um, it's been a really awesome fit because, you know, they're a young label group and um, we're kind of a newer up-and-coming band. So I think, you know, just the uh, the maturity of everything, you know, with the band only being around for about three or four years and the label being around for maybe a little longer than that, 
it's really been instrumental in helping both the label and the band grow. And there's no egos in the way, you know, we're all out to help each other. So it's, it's a really cool thing we're going, we got going on with them. Yeah. And, and cool to have somebody that, you know, lived it and breathed it and still does today. And in, in the trenches, not some guy, you know, fat cat in a suit and in Wall Street telling you what to do. Like some guy that's like lived it and breathed it and like, no, trust me, this is how, it, how you need to do it. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you know, Dave has been like just an awesome role model. You know, he he's very instrumental in um, helping us uh, you know, get our acts together and uh, help us uh, get out on tour and uh, show us what it's about. Give me your Megadeth jam. What's your favorite tune? Uh, I would probably have to go with Symphony. That's my favorite one. <laughs> the classic. And uh, I know, I know. I mean, I love I love all the songs. I love the new album. I mean, but that that song's great. <laughs> yeah, you can't go wrong with the classic. The apple doesn't fall too far from the tree and, and being blessed with the vocal abilities. Any any fun sort of stories or maybe something he's kind of taught you or has he kind of left you alone and let you do your own thing when it comes to your band? You know, he is very instrumental, but he is definitely there from an arm's distance. You know, he will definitely interject if we ask him for help, you know, or if we, uh, if we say, you know, what would you do here? Or, you know, he's a very good mentor in that. But I really do think that he has wanted us to kind of get that experience and kind of go through what he went through to, you know, kind of build our own confidence and figure out kind of how to do it on our own because uh, that's how he did it. And, you know, he's, he seemed to be pretty successful. So, um, yeah, I mean, like I, I'd say, you know, he's definitely down to throw in his two cents, but he's one of those guys that's like, I'm not going to just say something unless you ask me. <laughs> So that's that's cool. That's exactly what you would want. You'd want him like telling you each and every way which way how to do things. But um, at, right. and how about any just good little fun humanizing story? Any any fun thing you could think of to kind of show a different side of his personality? Obviously, we know no. what he's like on stage and off stage Absolutely. with that. Anything you can tell I mean, us? <laughs> you're likely to find him in the morning on the golf course. You know what I mean? And in the afternoon, you're likely to find him walking around the shopping mall or, you know, going to go see a movie in the evening time when he's not on tour. Absolutely normalist guy you'd ever meet. You know, you know, he's a very cool person with fans and stuff like that. Very human person when it comes to, you know, autographs and all that stuff. Like, he's not one of those guys that runs away from people. He's just very warm and accepting, and everyone's super cool with him. Seemed like he would have a, a a pretty good sense of humor too, like maybe a second career oh. stand up if he ever wanted it, or just yeah, storytelling. He could he could definitely do that, and he's got you know, he's got the stories. <laughs> I bet, I bet. So I'll, I'll make it make you do the same thing again. Pick pick your favorite tune from Pops. Oh boy, uh, you know I really like this one song that he did back on He's Stupid called Wind Up Toy. Nah, and um, that was not one of those songs that's really super out in the mainstream but I mean that one was really good and um, my older sister actually sang on it so she had a little tiny part when she was about eight or nine years old singing on it so it's pretty cool that's very cool how about one of the hits one of the hits goodness uh, I would say I brought I probably said my Frankenstein the album version yeah you know the one that had like Steve Vai and Joe Satriani playing on it I mean you really can't do that. No, I love that tune. I play it every every Halloween. Got to got to have that tune in rotation. Oh yeah. Hey, one thing I always bitch about, and I'm curious if you kind of share share my feeling, but I always bitch about on the radio. Where have all the killer movie soundtracks? Yeah. And I miss that. 
collaboration of music and movies coming together and and when you used to have those killer movie soundtracks i kind of feel like maybe like lincoln park kind of had maybe the last one with transformers but curious for you if you had a favorite movie soundtrack growing up that used to rock all the time you know um i'm trying to remember if i i know i did i mean recently one of the better ones uh i thought would be uh, the kill bill ones Ah, what was on that? Bill, that? That's a really great collaboration. I'm not necessarily rock songs, just very cool instrumental stuff. Gotcha. But um, I would say one of the cooler ones back in the day was um, like uh, maybe like an Escape from L.A. or something uh, like that that had Rob Zombie on it. Yeah, and Tool and a bunch you of know, stuff. Or something like that. Or, like, uh, you know, even like the Mortal Kombat record, you know what I mean, had a bunch of great artists on that one. Big heavy metal album, actually. Really cool stuff back in the day. Uh, but, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, today has been more like... Um, it's been more like a score than yeah, like Hans Zimmer than, uh, than actual music, you know. And I mean, I can understand that it. it's hard for studios to like go out there and pay artists when really that's what we actually need is to get our stuff <laughs> in movies. You know, that's how we pay the bills. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, it used to be a good marriage. Like I, I think the perfect example too. Another great one is like Guns and Roses and like Terminator T2. Like oh, that was, absolutely. And then there was that that Mad Max movie that came out a couple years ago, Fury Road that. Had had the dude playing guitar with the big Marshall stacks behind him while they're driving through the desert. I'm like, why doesn't Slipknot have a song on this or somebody, you know? Oh my gosh, yeah, why wouldn't you be playing like a song through that or something, you know? Yeah, I miss those days, man. Yeah, I'm just like the, the fun days, like when ACDC was playing like Big Jack in Last Action Hero. Yeah! You know what I mean? <laughs> that was a big gun. Yeah, yeah big guns. <laughs> That's a popular pick. That's a good one, man. Hey. One. Let me get your opinion on this. I, I think it'll, this will totally work for you. You know the big four. We were talking earlier about Megadeth, right? They're part of the big four, Metallica, Slayer, and Anthrax, the big four of heavy oh, metal. Yeah. So me being a radio guy and just kind of thinking about the next generation, you know, as, as we get older into the 90s here, and the 90s are now 25 years old and everything, and I've come up with the Flannel Five. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm curious who I'll tell you who the flannel five is. And then you give me your favorite out of the flannel five. So okay. flannel five would be Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. Oh, man, I mean, every one of those bands has an element that I love. Um, like I love F- the STD voice. Or, would you say, or Alice in Chains is just like complete money. Um, I love what Nirvana became when Foo Fighters came out. So. <laughs> uh, goodness gracious, that's a really hard one. I would probably go with, um, I would probably go with Alice in Chains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's my pick too. But why Why would Why would you say that's your new Maruno off that list? They just rock. I love that. I love all this stuff. <laughs> Have you been keeping up with them with William Duvall in the fold now? And I think they're coming out I with a new album. As much as I like to, I love the classics, man. But I mean, goodness gracious, what a great career. Yeah. I always felt like they were so like evil, like not only like vocally, but like they're, they're just their overall tone was just so dark and evil. That, that's what I that's what I gravitate towards because we're our band is more of the um, we've got like a classic rock undertone but we've got that modern overtone of guitar over top of everything so it's got that nice bass layer of the classic rock but then you get the, the 
darker, like drop D and C guitar, you know, overtone over it, and we like the gravelly vocals and. That's what draws me towards the Alice and Chains a little more, you know? Hell yeah. All right, so I've been asking you all along. i gotta got to get you to pick one from Alice in Chains. Give me your jam from Alice in Chains. Oh, my goodness. Well, I don't want to go, I mean, I go like, super, like, mainstream on that one, but, um, gosh, I would have to say, oh, wow, Band in the Box. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, it's like I want to say the other ones, but, I mean, that, I mean when I first heard that song, you know, that's just so good. Hell yeah, man. Well, hey, man, I, I got to run, but uh, safe travels out there on the road, and, and best of luck with the album and everything coming out in the tour. Right on, man. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Catch you later, Dash. Have a good one. Got it. See you, bud. Bye.